Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, everything you know about communicating online is changing in 2017. The same things you think about in terms of advertising are the same things you want to be thinking about in terms of communicating your messages. I think one of the things that's so fascinating about the, the election this past November 8th is that the worlds of commerce, entertainment, and politics have merged. Last week, we talked about the phenomenon of having a president who might tweet out negative things about your business in the context of large organizations and how they can act to be ready for these challenges and protect themselves against them. We're now turning our attention to what does a small business do, a business that might not have the same level of resources of a big public company. It's still an issue in this age of information distribution. We're joined by Richard Levick, our expert on communications and digital marketing, CEO of Levick. So, Richard, I'm a small business. I don't have a big staff. I don't have millions of dollars of consultants on hand. How do I address a situation, say, like what happened with Kama Pizza a couple weeks ago, where there's information about my business that's patently wrong? How do I how do I defend myself, protect myself against that? You know, the Comet Pizza situation is so emblematic of what this challenge means for small business. And for me, it was particularly meaningful for a number of reasons. Ironically, the house that Vice President-elect uh, Pence lived in was my old home, and I used to walk from there the two and a half miles to Comet Pizza. And in just two and a half miles, you see all of these changes in America. You, know, you see the whole rise of fake news. I think that whereas fake news is nothing new, the Internet revolution has made the speed, power, and alienation so powerful that companies of all sizes have to be thinking what they're doing. So I think Comet Pizza also provides some examples. One, they went the traditional route, which is to go back to their local paper, the Washington Post. Obviously a very sympathetic story. They were victims. So what is your local uh, newspaper or business paper, your business journal, uh, going to say? That's helpful for getting some truth out, too. How well do you know social media? Use your peace time wisely. Do, are you on Twitter? Do you have, are your customers seeing you on Facebook? You want to be able to communicate the, the truth effectively. Three, who are your allies? You always want to know your allies and know them before you need them. They're customers. They're former customers. They're other business people. It's the Chamber of Commerce. It's uh, the uh, religious leaders. It's local politicians. But having them on LinkedIn and Facebook and Snap Having them now and having those relationships, extremely helpful. Uh, next, video is extremely powerful. You can do that with your own cell phone. Uh, and video is extremely powerful in controlling search. And by that, I mean it's by a, a factor of dozens over the written word. So if you have videos of your establishment and you have it on the web, it's much more likely to be found than that negative false news. Mm -hmm. that's, that's going to be extremely helpful. So those, I think, are the kinds of things that you can and should be doing. I mean, the message here, I think, more than anything else, is that if you are in business and you are not engaging with the constituencies around you digitally now, you are not only leaving yourself open for other people to find you negatively, you're actually not doing a good job of managing your business. Now, the technology you described, Twitter, having a decent website, 
putting videos up. These are things that are within the financial realm of just about any small business. We're not talking about more than a couple thousand dollars of expense to do these things, right? Uh, at most. That's correct. You can do this on your cell phone. You can join Twitter for free. You can join uh Facebook for free. What's critical here is you want to think emotionally. You want to be thinking about how is it I convey my messages, not with facts, but with emotion. And that's why pictures are so helpful. That's why third parties, the customers, uh, the other members of the community are so helpful. A picture about you being collaborative, family-friendly, people having a good time. The same things you think about in terms of advertising are the same things you want to be thinking about in terms of communicating your messages. I think one of the things that's so fascinating about the the election this past November 8th is that the worlds of commerce, entertainment, and politics have merged. No longer is it the West Coast and the East Coast, you know, Hollywood and Washington, but it's all one. And so I think small business uh, owners who are thinking only about entertainment and commerce need to have a, increase their understanding of, of some of the political issues here. Look at other examples, tragic examples of how, how fake news, you mentioned Comet Pizza, mm-hmm. has harmed a company. And ask yourself the question, what would I do if I were in that situation? Who could be our allies? How could we communicate our information emotionally. No one's interested in the facts. What they're interested in is how they feel. You know, you mentioned those three trends. I think there's another big issue here, which is we now have transcended digital. We now have transcended print and meeting somebody and shaking their hand is the primary ways to communicate. We're now in a world where if you are not actively courting people through digital media, you are leaving yourself open for others to define you so that means, for example, if you're a small business, you should own the Internet domain name that most associates your business name. You should own the Twitter handle that most associates your name. You should have uh, an active – you should be active in these areas because if you're not, somebody will define you. Rich, the other thing I'll say is we've been focusing on fake news or the phenomenon of people going after you by saying something that's negative. It could be something as simple as somebody using Yelp to put a bad review of your business in. Well, you know, the world has changed, and – uh, I think that those those uh, sites, Yelp, Glassdoor, where we have this hyper-democracy, the thing is that people are much more motivated to write negative reviews, uh, whether it's of a company or an experience. You raise a really important point, and that is you need to track those kinds of sites. Don't leave them alone. That is, if someone has a bad experience at your establishment, Email them back, communicate back, and say, how can we fix it? Or we've done this, we've made this change. Will you give us another chance? Here's a coupon. But it's that engagement, even if it doesn't satisfy that disgruntled former customer, what it does do is it tells the readers, this company cares. I think it's really salient. The last thing I want to point out to our business listeners is that there is a dual-edged sword here. One is we're definitely telling you as a small business you must engage in these things. But I think it's important also to tell people once you start to engage, you can't stop, right? This is like exercise. You can't go to the gym on January 1st and think you're done. It's something that you have to do. (laughs) I am. (laughs) I know. Here we are in mid-January. We're just learning that. But it's something that you have to do. Each and every day. Make it a part of your day. You know, Martha Stewart says that she spends 10 minutes every morning on Twitter, no, basically no more and no less. She said, you know, it can, be, it can become addictive, but you get to see what's being said. You get to engage. I think it's really smart advice. And Martha Stewart may have made you know, a critical mistake, obviously, along the lines here a few years ago, but she understands consumer behavior and 
She started as a small business. I think it's good insight for all of us. Any last hints? If I'm listening and thinking, God, I need to get after this right now, what were the two or three things you would tell somebody in small business to do today? Well, one is who's the college student, you know, the young person that you know? And I know it, it sounds sort of camp, but they've grown, you know, babies are growing up now touching glass. They're expecting interactivity. They understand Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, and they can give you that kind of 10-minute tutorial, which I think will be very helpful. Uh, you, they'll show you how to use Snap, how to use video. And, and uh, once you do that for, you know, a half an hour with them, uh, and a couple of different social media, you'll find the one or two that you're comfortable with. Don't try and be good at everything. What's comfortable for you and seems to support your business, and that's where you focus. I think that's right, folks. And mine are go out and get yourself a good domain name that matches up with your business name. Set up a web, uh, <laughs> set up, set up your own uh, your space through Squarespace or webs dot com, and get yourself on the web and get yourself known as soon as possible. Richard Levick is always great insights for business people what to do about communication. I'm sure a lot of small business people are going to be very happy to listen to the segment. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Business communication is changing rapidly before our very eyes. You're listening to a podcast right now. What's Working in Washington is a program that brings you the information that you need as a small business owner or business leader or an emerging entrepreneur to get ahead and stay ahead. We'll see you next time on What's Working in Washington. Stay tuned for 60-second AP News headlines. Healthcare discussions. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. I want everyone to know I'm 100% behind this. President Trump met with at the White House with Republican lawmakers about the GOP health care bill. He says the press has not been speaking properly about how great this bill is. I watch. I say that's not the bill we're passing. And I also want everyone to know that all of these no's or potential no's are all yeses, every single person sitting in this room. On Capitol Hill, Health and Human Services Secretary Tom Price says they're hearing the Obama health care plan is not responding to people's needs. They don't have the kind of access that they want. They don't have, they're not able to afford. We met this week at the, at the White House with many individuals who felt they'd been harmed by Obamacare, by the ACA. The president is meeting with German Chancellor Angela Merkel at the White House. The government says February recorded its second hottest temperature on record behind only last year. I'm Ed Donahue.